Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, Hokie Nation? Happy Monday. Thanks so much for being with us. It is February 6, 2023. We're coming to you right here from the Corporate Research Center in Blacksburg, Virginia. Great show for you today. Zach Mackey's on set, the voice of Virginia Tech men's basketball, to talk all things Hokie hoops, and it gets started right now. Thanks so much once again for joining us, however you may be watching or listening, whether you're on Spotify or any of your other audio platforms or YouTube, be sure to go ahead, subscribe, ring that bell uh, so you never miss any TSL content. And again, a thank you to our sponsor of today's show, Triumph NIL. Their motto, again, recruit retain reward thank you so much to our partners over at triumph nil zach Mackey on set like i just mentioned the voice of virginia tech men's basketball zach how you doing i'm doing good Gio. thanks for having me back always happy to be over here in the corporate research and uh to join you guys yeah absolutely no doubt about it well you got your first taste of virginia tech virginia basketball the commonwealth clash inside the castle now it's awesome over at jpj i was there for that great atmosphere but the castle was rocking on saturday what was it like to be a part of that atmosphere it was you know i i feel like we can always tell the first couple of minutes whenever they open up the doors how the corners are if the corners are packed you know it's going to be for the most part a, a basically sold out crowd and uh, it, it was a fun environment inside there. I mean, the thing that I think more than anywhere, like, yeah, there, you know, there was a great crowd. It was a sold out, but they were into the game, into the flows, you know, when it was going one way, got loud when they needed to. All of a sudden you felt Virginia surging and, you know, things got kind of quiet in there. I mean, it's people who are are there and know what's going on and invested in the game. So that made it fun. We had the bacon, of course, yeah. uh, hit. So that was, a, that was a fun moment. That was loud. But it was overall, I mean, just like, when you got, you know, events like that, we don't have too many of them in this state with just those, you know, with just Virginia and Virginia Tech and the Power Five, when they get together, it's an event for the entire state. So it was cool just to be a part of that. I I mean, I've been to every game this year. It felt like that bacon was the loudest castle has been the entire season, which is so unique and wild to think that at its loudest point, it had to do with free bacon. What was your call for that? Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is I, I work over with the sponsorship. So they had like... Like they checked all the boxes. Okay, the bacon hit for the first time on the game that Smithfield is sponsoring with their executives there. They were all obviously pleased with that. But I uh, I kind of piped up the crowd noise even a little bit louder too to make it maybe seem even a uh, little bit louder on the broadcast. But it uh, you know it's gotten so close so many times that it was like uh, okay is this actually going to happen or not? But it was cool because not only was was it like something like that that gets so loud? But it was a meaningful point of the game. I mean, you knew that a game like this was going to come down to final couple of possessions, 
Granted, Virginia Tech had probably a larger lead at that point than what many thought. But again, that that was a big miss. Any miss down the stretch was. It was a special game for so many reasons. One of them being uh, Mike Burnup, 40 years uh, being a color analyst for Virginia Tech athletics, basketball and football. Uh, what did it mean to to him to have everything be honored in, in such a special fashion? It was a surprise. Bill Roth was there. Uh, Brent Pry had, had something to say on the video along with uh, Seth Green. Greenberg and former Hokies uh, up on the video board. What was that moment like? Yeah, you know, it was funny because obviously this was this was planned to happen during the football season. And then that final game uh, with UVA mm. obviously didn't happen. So we were kind of like, okay, when are we going to do this? Well, let's do it for the home UVA basketball game then. And, uh, you know, we were getting all these videos, getting everything, which obviously was easy. Everyone was willing to do that right away. And then they said, okay, so make sure that Burnup takes his headset off and stands up. I'm like, okay. So at the 12-minute mark, I knew it was happening. I'm like, Mike, hey, uh, the headset's not working right. I, I, I got to see it for a second. He's like, what? I'm like, the headset's not working right. He's like, it's fine. I promise you, it's fine. And I'm like, <laughs> just take your headset off. We uh, have something. Look up at the video board. So then he he looked up in that. And uh, the funny part, too, is if you watch the video, he he you know, shakes hands with Wit and then uh, Coach Beamer, Bill, and uh, Bud. And then all of a sudden he goes back to the front to take a photo. And he's like, oh, wait, there's my family yeah, there, too. Yeah, he didn't and register that. He didn't even know that they were there. So that was a cool moment. I mean, 40 years. Are you kidding me? That's a that's a long time. I, I told him I think he's the most tenured. We, we got to do a little bit more most tenured broadcaster at any school in America right now, especially doing football and men's basketball, there's no question. Right, 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 right. I, I don't know if it was caught on the Hokey Vision cameras, but uh, I I was right up in there with a the camera as well for Tech Sideline, and I'll have to post the, the footage after because Bill says to him, Burnup's like going in, getting ready for a picture, and Bill says to him, Go hug your daughter. And, and and then he goes and hugs his daughter. So that was that was kind of a, a funny moment there. Um, you know, I saw and I actually didn't even see it. I heard about it afterwards that he kind of left and went back in the tunnel for a minute and then came back after the media timeout. Is that true? Did he need a moment? Was he was he choked up at all? No, we well, if anyone who knows Mike, Mike would walk off the court, come right back and put a headset on right away. And right. We're like, wait, just go for a second, take photos, say, you know, it took me back to my old days of of doing it by myself. I'm like, okay, I kind of like having somebody there to be able to talk with because for the next, you know, 10 minutes, I did it all by myself, which is fine, but it, it's more fun when I got him there to go back and forth. And he put the headset on and they drilled back to back three pointers. And he's like, okay, I'm going to take this back off. But we ended up uh, tech then silenced it after that. But yeah, he went back, kind of took some photos back there and that his, his daughter flew in from Denver and all that. He said he'd been trying to call her three times the day before and she hadn't answered one of his calls. And he was like, what is going on? Well, she was flying. She was trying to get here and everything. Right. So uh, yeah, it was a cool moment. And there was a, there was a little get together afterwards at Mike's place, right? That's right. Yeah. Everyone got together at, at Mike's place and that he had he thought that he was hosting the uh baseball night in Blacksburg and coach chef went along with it and said yeah you're hosting whatever they talked that day and then uh really uh Evan was doing it and Evan filled in and, and did it great the auction part of it I think Mike was going to do and so uh Mike was able to enjoy time with his family which was good that's fantastic all right let's dive into the X's and O's of this basketball team a little bit huge win uh against the sixth ranked team in the country my question for you Zach is how big of a win is it really is this something that 
um, puts Virginia Tech back in the conversation for the NCAA tournament. How much impact can just one game have? Yeah, you know, I don't go as much because I, I, the way the basketball season works, people are like, oh, we're back. You win this game. Oh, now we're out. Then you're back. Then you're out. It, it's hard to put it by one game that, you know, it's such a long season. There's still a, quite a few games left. you got to be able to stack them. But it gives you it gives you some momentum, and we know how important that is in sports and especially in basketball. Giving you some momentum. The big thing for for me now, Gio, is going to be like I the the last couple of games. You know, Miami, Syracuse, Duke, even Virginia. Those were not games, even though Tech was favored on Saturday, which which kind of surprised me. Yeah. yeah. But uh, those aren't games maybe that you look to and you go, okay, you have to win. This is a much. Well, now you've got this week. you got Boston College and Notre Dame. These are two games that you have to win. So can you win the games you're supposed to win, that you've right. got to win? To be able to make a jump in the conference standings, to be able to do all that is going to be kind of how, how I see do they build upon this. I, I saw a tweet the other day, which was really interesting. I thought, how about this? If I would have told you to start the year. That Virginia Tech was three and one. Did you see this? Yeah, I think I think okay. I know what you're getting at, but keep going. It was three and one against Duke, North Carolina, and the two games against Virginia. The the guy was like, I would have told you that they probably would win the ACC. Right. Like three and one like that. It's just, it's been a weird year. They've won some of the games that people counted them out of. And now they've got to be able to get going to win the games that you're supposed to win. How do you get up for a game like Boston College? Granted, it's going to be another sellout. From what I read. Every game is sold out to this point, technically, um, as far as athletic department tickets sold. Every home game is sold out to this point. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that. No, but, this is true, and, I believe. And uh, how do you get up for a game? Not necessarily a home game. Boston College a little bit easier, but go on the road. You have to create your own energy. This team has yet to win a road game this season uh, when you have to go to Notre Dame. You have to go to Louisville, Georgia Tech, um, where the atmosphere is not going to even be great because those teams are struggling. Uh, and then on top of that, you're on the road and you kind of have to create your own energy you can't feed off of that castle crowd well i think it's just that because of those seven games it didn't go your way you lost seven in a row and the way you stacked your thing stacked everything up it's not like you're in the top half of the conference or even in the middle half of the conference you're at a point where you've got to win it if you want any shot at going to the ncaa tournament at an, at an at-large bid if you want to you know be able to make a push for a good conference standing going into the conference tournament you like there must wins to be able to do that so the unfortunate part is with those games that kind of put your back against the wall but the fortunate part is you've got to be motivated because if you want to have a shot which all these guys do to be able to play in the ncaa tournament then you're going to have to show up for these games uh, that was the big thing I thought I, I, we had John Camden on last week mm. on uh, our um, Tech Talk Live. I said, what was the biggest difference going to high school? He, he spent time at Memphis for a year. He said, you know, even the difference between Memphis, obviously a really good program to hear, is that there like there's no nights off. And that's easy to say. And I know that's a cliche. There's no nights off. But like. Boston College is going to be, you know, a team that can beat you. Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, all these teams that are towards the bottom half still have oh, yeah. won big games and can do it. He said that was the biggest adjustment for me coming to Virginia Tech, coming to the ACC, is that you've got to be on every night or otherwise you will get beat. What went right for the Hokies uh, on Saturday against UVA? I, I think a big part of it, I've been a proponent of this, I think many Tech fans have too, is Justin Mutz got his shots in. He -hmm. scored 17 points in that game. Now, in Miami, I know we kept talking about on the radio broadcast, and and Burnup kept saying too, he's like, Mutz is such a prolific passer, and he's one of the best in the country. He's got so many assists. He almost had a double-double, I think, with assists in the game against Virginia. 
But sometimes with that, then you're constantly looking, you're constantly trying to find, and you've got to be able to take your own. You've got to, he's a great shooter, and he's one of the better shooters in the ACC and on this Virginia Tech team. He, he's got to go out with that type of offensive mentality. And I know, uh, talking with Justin, he said, you know, at halftime, sometimes coach will say, let's go, Justin. you got to get your shots up. Forget about throwing it around so much. Get your shots up. I thought from the get-go against Virginia, he made the statement he was going to score. He was going to get to the hoop. He did that a number of times. That was pivotal. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, a game like that is going to be limited possessions. You're not going to get a ton back and forth, so you got to take advantage of it. I didn't think Tech really took any bad shots. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they did a good job of making sure they were open, taking the shots that were there. Uh, and, I mean, at the end of the day, if you shoot, what, like 50, 60% of the first half, you can you can win a lot of basketball games. How about Hunter Couture going scoreless in the first half, missed a couple of threes, uh, didn't take a crazy amount of shots in the first half, then comes out, responds, hits three massive three-pointers in the second half, ends up with 10 points. But it just felt like every time Virginia was putting together a run and you started to say, oh, boy, like this is when they're going to start to fall apart a little bit, Couture was, boom, there with a huge three. That seems to be what they were missing in the seven-game skid, too. Who's the person going to steady the ship? Whenever it gets going, and Virginia, I mean, you remember a couple of times, they can score, and it was like up by nine, and then it was up by three because they they could score so quick. you got to have that kind of steadying force. He never gets too rattled, I don't think, out there. I mean, he kind of always stays the course. He's not afraid of the shots. Really, we joked, especially in the Miami game even uh, last week, but we joked that like he, he does better when there's a guy with a hand in his face than he does mm-hmm. when he's wide open, you know, looking for a shot. So he he's just no fear type of mentality. I think he had 20 point games in the in the last two against Syracuse and Miami for the first time in his career. So he he's doing, you know, really well on the offensive end and the defensive end. He's guarding the best player on the other side doing well. So I, I just think he's looking to be even more of a scorer now too in terms of on, on the offensive end, but the defensive end, he's continued to be the best defender on the team. What can you say about MJ Collins? Obviously with uh, Darius Maddox not out there, um, John Camden's had to step up a little bit, but it just seems like MJ Collins from where he started this year as a freshman uh, really has taken taken an extra leap here the last five, six games. How about how, how tough he is yeah. too? I mean, he. I, I don't like the gruesome. I, there's a reason that I went into broadcasting, not a doctor or something right. like that, because I, I can't do that type of stuff. But, I mean, with the blood on the court, man. Two games got, in a row. Yeah, he's got braces, and it, like, I, Coach was trying to go into graphic detail with us about what happened. I'm like, you can spare me. I, I just <laughs> need to know that he was bleed. I don't need to know any of that. But, um I mean, it, it, this is injury stuff. This isn't just like little hurt. And he he's trying to get back out there as soon as possible. He's playing with confidence. I thought, um, obviously, it was a big moment in the Duke game when he took the shot. He wasn't yeah. afraid to take that shot. There was another game uh, or another time during the Virginia game that they were going on a run, and he drove down on the baseline and, and made a really nice play. You also seen it a couple of times. He's he's drive into the hoop as soon as the ball is shot. I mean, twice he's had putbacks or he's had offensive rebounds at reset. I mean, he's he's constantly trying to get himself right in the mix, right inside of there, which as a freshman, sometimes I think you got a tendency to stay back, watch the game a little bit instead of being right there involved in it. He, he's grown a lot. I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do the next couple of years, too, as he continues to get more experience. As we continue to look down the stretch uh, of the regular season, Zach, let's see, let's count them. we got Boston College, Notre Dame, uh, Georgia Tech, Pitt, Miami, Duke, Louisville, and Florida State. So you got eight games left. 
out of those eight games in order to not have to worry about the AC tournament, like not put the pressure on, okay, you have to win the thing in order to get into the NCAA tournament. Cause the odds of that are, I mean, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so in order to take that pressure off the ACC tournament, what do they have to do in these Oof. last eight games? Like, give me a number. Is it like six yeah. and two, seven and one? Yeah. You're going to put the pressure on me, huh? <laughs> well, I, obviously here's the thing at the, at the end of the day, the ACC is not, at the level that it has been in the past. Right now, I think the, it, Ken Palm has it as the, the seventh best conference in America. So that's just crazy. Yeah. Because so, Mike said this is the best it's been since he's joined. I think that when he's saying that too, and I agree that he's talking about from top to top bottom, to bottom right. that, you know, Clemson's at the top and then they lost to, uh, they lost the other day to Boston College. And then, you know, Notre Dame's winning some games in, in Mike Bray's final years. I, I think anyone can beat anyone. So I definitely think you got to have, you got to have a winning conference record. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. The What's going to bump you up in the net? There's really right now two of those games that are going to do that. The Miami game can do that. Um, but, you know, if they continue with the way they got Duke tonight, which I'm, I'm excited to watch that mm-hmm. game. That's going to be a good one with the women's game tonight, too. Yep. Um, you got you've got Duke and Miami left that are going to be big, you know, boost in, in your quad one resume right now. If things hold true. Those two games, I, I think you got to show something there. I, I believe this is again. I'm no expert at, at this type <laughs> of stuff. I listen. I think you got to go. Probably six and two. And okay. you got to win one of those. I think you got to win Miami. I think you got to win Duke. If you can win both of those, go seven and one, you're feeling better. Now, I, I saw some the other day, some of the national writers were saying that the the committee will factor in and they factor in when Hunter Couture was playing. And when he wasn't playing, what your record is, you have him back now. I, I didn't really realize how in depth they go with that. And, and that who makes knows sense. how okay. in depth they go, but that could be that could be a factor when they look at things. Interesting. Interesting. And, and and when you come ACC tournament time, is there any specific like matchup that you would love to see? Um, obviously, you, you, you didn't get to experience it a year ago, but out of what we've seen so far, Tech's played everybody once except Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, Pitt. Louisville and Florida State, but they've played Duke. They've played um, Miami. They've gotten their fill with Virginia. They played Q's. You, you get what I'm getting at. Uh, they played Clemson twice. Is there anybody that, like, geez, you'd love to see them get one more shot at that team? Mm. I mean, if I had to pick, I would say Clemson. Okay. They came down to the final possession in both of those. Twice. I, yeah. I don't know that uh, in Tech shot historically bad on the road, put up mm-hmm. 50 points in the entire game. I, I think they're a much better shooting team than what they showed there. Uh, I don't know if the coaches would agree that they want to see the Clemson team again because the, the matchups and how those work with Hunter Tyson and, and everyone. They've got some quality players. But, man, uh, down the stretch of time now, just the last two years, those have been some ball games, huh? Clemson and Virginia Tech. I mean, yeah. they, they're back and forth coming down to the final possession. Yeah, no doubt about it. Zach, anything else on uh, Hokies men's hoop before we let you go for today? No, I mean, I I think that we just got to give, you know, I I give a lot of credit to not only, like you said, the fans packing in and, and, you know, making Castle what it is, but also, you know, the the guys staying the course, how how easy that would have been during that seven-game stretch. They're playing good basketball. This is a team that is... Has beaten now a lot. Of, I mean, when you look at their quad one resume, when you look at that, they've lost some games they shouldn't have lost, but they've won some games that nobody really counted them to win. So uh, I think it's a, a team that come tournament time, whether that be the ACC tournament or, you know, hopefully a postseason run in the NCAA tournament, we'll see that uh, 
I think some other teams will be questioning how they match up and how, how they work with a Virginia Tech team like this. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time, Zach. Thanks, Joe. Zach Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us today on TSL Today. Again, it was brought to you by Triumph NIL. Their motto, recruit, retain, reward. We wrap things up today. It was Monday. We appreciate you. We'll see you on Wednesday.